Hi there, I'm Paulina Cameron, CEO of the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs. We educate, mentor, energize, and connect women entrepreneurs across Canada to be wildly successful, promoting strong economies and thriving communities. To learn more about our programs, visit us at fwe.ca. I'm also thrilled to be your host for FWE's podcast, The Go-To for Entrepreneurs in the Know, a collaboration with the Scotiabank Women Initiative. I interview inspiring guests who share their journey of their business and provide crucial pieces of advice that you can use to move your business forward. This season, we're covering everything from branding to financials to sales and organizational culture. As you listen, Ask yourself how you can apply these learnings today. Let's dive in. As every entrepreneur knows, telling your story is critical to growing your business. And to do so, you need to be able to communicate who you are, what you do, and why you do it with clarity and brevity. After all, a first impression only lasts a few seconds. Insert the infamous and sometimes dreaded elevator pitch, a 30-ish seconds opportunity to share just enough about your work to make an impact and leave your audience wanting more. On today's episode, we're going to dissect how to take the introduction of your business from good enough to really impressive. Our first guest is joining us today by phone from Victoria, BC, Nicole Smith, founder and CEO of Flightographer. Flightographer is the first global marketplace connecting travelers with local photographers for fun, candid vacation shoots. Called the future of travel photography by Condé Nast Traveler, the number one gift for travelers by Forbes, Flightographer has been featured in top media around the world, such as Oprah.com, BuzzFeed, The New York Times, Martha Stewart Weddings, and more. It is also the fastest growing consumer services startup in Canada in the 2017 Profit 50 and Canadian Business Magazine. We are extra delighted to have Nicole join us today as she is also near and dear to FWE as a current board member and as a winner of the Pitch for the Purse program in 2018. And she is also a mom to two wonderful boys. Thank you for joining us today, Nicole, and welcome to the go-to. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, Nicole, let's talk about this thing, the elevator pitch. Your formal background is marketing, so you've been in the world of storytelling and communicating for a while. The idea of creating a pitch can feel so daunting. It feels hard to summarize everything into a short snippet of time and to know what is most important to actually get across and to actually say. So can you break it down for us? What are the key components of a pitch that really stands out? I think there's really three components if you break it down. Um, Number one, what is it that you do? Um, And try to avoid a lot of industry jargon and slang in that part. Try to break it down so that your grandmother could understand or a 10-year-old could understand. Keep it really simple and use, um, you know, basic words. The second one is, why does it matter? Why should they care? What problem is it solving? So being able to illustrate the pain point. Um, And then I'd say lastly, Leave them wanting more. You don't want to, you know, bombard them with too much information all at once because you're going to lose them. Um, But if you give them just enough, just enough of a hook, um, then they're going to keep asking questions. And it's kind of like peeling layers of the onion. So the what you do, what makes you unique, and then something that's going to leave them wanting more. Exactly. And 
what do you do to know if it's resonating or landing with people? Like how, how do you tell that? I think if they start looking over your shoulder or their eyes are glazing over, you're probably not landing it. But if they're looking really engaged um, and they're nodding their head and they're asking um, clarifying questions or follow-up questions that you know you're on to something. Mm. So what is the one thing that an entrepreneur can do to make their pitch a tool that can be leveraged to the best of their ability? I think, well, this is something that I learned actually at E-Series through FWE. We had... um, Over the pitch training is part of the program, and what I loved about it is it broke it down to, you know, all the the key ingredients that you want in a pitch, like who it is, um, what problem you're solving for them, um, and why it matters. Um, And then practicing that pitch um, again and again and again, getting feedback on that pitch and honing it so that um, you get this final product that you know is is landing, and then continuing to to, to, um, practice it again and again. So over... A week at FWE, I think I did my pitch, I don't know, 50 times. And so it was really interesting to see everybody else's pitches as well because they they radically changed from when we first started to the end. And I remember just as a listener when people would describe their business, all these buzzwords, and I was like, I don't don't really get it. Um, And you start to feel dumb, and then you've lost the person because they're thinking about other things. But over the few days, as they honed it and got it tighter and removed the buzzwords, Um, I really understood what everybody did. And I think that is just a valuable tool so you can take your pitch and, you know, use it, pull it out as a secret weapon, no matter who you're talking to, no matter what situation. And it's so helpful when someone can be your champion when they can understand what you're doing, right? That's another, that's a great point, because the easier um, it is for them to understand, the easier it is for them to then repeat it to someone else like oh hey I just met the startup founder they have this cool business here's what they do and so if you can really dumb it down and make it really succinct and pithy um, and easy to digest then it becomes this um, you know kind of syndication of your message. So let's talk about that in relation to your team. So of course mm-hmm. you as the founder or CEO are talking about your business all the time and often your team is too, because they're talking with customers or partners or suppliers. Those are elements of pitching too. So how do you get your team working with this? How do you integrate it into your business internally? Yeah, so when I got back from FWA and I was really fired up about elevator pitches, and I saw the impact it had by practicing it so much and really tightening it up. Um, I did a, an event with my team where we would stand in a circle and everyone would have to see the pitch. And we did this for multiple days in a row. And the great thing was um, the following Monday, I come into work, and one of my employees says, hey, I was at this you know, tech event on, on Friday, and for the first time ever, I was able to describe photographer in a really easy way that everybody got. And so having this, like, in my, you know, back pocket was, was fantastic because I'd always, you know, kind of struggled with how to, you know, describe it. And I think everyone interprets things a hundred different ways based on their personal lens. So if you can give them a tight script get them to practice it again and again and again, um, then you're going to have a consistent message about your company out there. And it's going to make your employees more excited to spread the word. Um, And then having said that, um, we've had some new employees come in lately, so we're actually going to be doing a refresh on our elevator pitch um, because I think it's it's kind of a living thing. You can, you know, you don't just do it once and then forget it. Um, It's a good thing to revisit like every six months or, or a year. Okay, Nicole, I have to do this because we're talking about pitches. I got to put you on the spot. Can you please give us your pitch for Flightographer? Oh, yeah. Um, so 
Photographer is a marketplace that connects travelers with local photographers for fun vacation photo shoots all around the world. So imagine you're in Rome with your family. You're going to meet up with Roberta. She's going to walk the streets with you. She's going to take gorgeous photos of those iconic backdrops. But she's also going to tell you cool tips about the city, like this alley has the best view of the Coliseum or this coffee shop is fantastic. You come back home and you've got this amazing souvenir, but you've also rubbed elbows with a local in a really authentic way, all for the price of a nice dinner out. I'm so with you. I love it. I only have one question, which is, mm-hmm. do you have a teleport machine as well that I can book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just teleport over to Rome and have some, uh, you know, have some afternoon cocktails. <laughs> this was so great, Nicole. Thank you. I've really heard uh, how you bring to life your elevator pitch by practicing it, bringing it to your team, making sure that you have that succinctness, refining it, practicing, getting to clarity and brevity. So what you do, what makes you unique, and then leave them wanting more and also tailoring based on who you're talking to. So Nicole, can you tell us where can people find you online if they want to continue learning about you and following you? Absolutely. So you can find our business at flytographer.com. And you can find us on social, but warning, the wanderlust will be deep because we post amazing photos. It's at Flytographer. Um, and then you can also follow me personally, which is at Flytographer Life. Thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us today. I can't wait to have some beautiful photos Dan, soon. Thank you so much, Pauline. It's been fun. We're going to take a quick pause before we hear from our next guest. The go-to for entrepreneurs in the know is the outcome of a collaboration between FWE and the Scotiabank Women Initiative. Let's take a moment to hear a few words from them. Hi, Paulina. I'm Elaine Kunda, founder and managing partner of Disruption Ventures. I'm so proud to have partnered with the Scotiabank Women Initiative to support female business leaders through capital and education. I'm really happy to be here to talk to you about the importance of an elevator pitch. In my business, I see over 2,000 companies in a year, and for an entrepreneur to distinguish themselves uh, in a very short amount of time is difficult but critically important. So when you have that time, it's necessary to explain exactly what your business is, but more importantly, the problem that you are solving. And it's in that problem-solving opportunity that you can pique someone's interest and actually get the uh, opportunity to spend more time than 30 seconds explaining your business. And for me, that's critically important um, when I'm talking to entrepreneurs, that they can get my excitement and, and, and get me interested really quickly so that I'm hungry for more. If you're clear in your messaging and you're clear in the problem that you're solving, you're more likely to get attention and uh, to get the opportunity to spend more than a few seconds describing your business. For more about the Scotiabank Women Initiative, go to scotiabankwomeninitiative.com or follow me on social at Disruption Ventures. Paulina, thanks so much for inviting me to speak today. Thank you to the Scotiabank Women Initiative for all of your support. Now let's get back into the studio. Our next guest today achieved a recognition coveted by many. Nicole Otier is the founder and president of My Tagalongs and in 2017 was included in Oprah's Favorite Things. Designed for work, travel, and everyday life, 
My Tag Along's Accessories helps women to be prepared for anything that life might throw at them. Thank you for joining us from Montreal in studio today, Nicole, and welcome to The Go-To. Thank you very much for having me. So, Nicole, in today's episode, we're talking all about how to successfully talk about your business. You have to tell us, Nicole, what is the story or the pitch that you shared with Oprah's team that landed you a spot on their 2017 list? Oh, this is a good story. I always say it's I was in the wrong place at the right time. (laughs) That year, I had decided to invest in a trade show in New York City. So spend the money to get a booth and a team down there. And the booth they gave us was amongst Christmas ornaments. So as you can imagine, anybody looking for my type of product was not going down that aisle. Mm -hmm. So we did not get a single order. But a rep group from Dallas was walking around and saw the product, thought it was great and that they could rep us in their area, which is the south of the United States. And yeah, it sounded like a great idea. So we said yes. So six months later, we were at a trade show in Dallas. And who should walk by but Adam Glassman. He's Oprah's right-hand man and creative director. He stopped. We ta- we chatted. I think they really like the fact that it's a woman-owned business. I think Oprah is big into that as well. And so we talked about it. Where I was lucky is that my pitch, whatever it was at the time, was supported by the product. So I had the product around me. So not only was I able to say what my tagalongs does, but I was able to show it. So I really feel I was lucky. I was lucky when that happened. I say this is the perfect analogy for life. You have to keep yourself putting out there because you never know what opportunities are going to be thrown your way. Just when you thought you were going for something this way and okay you didn't get the results you were hoping but sometimes you could get something way better like in this case and you just have to keep putting yourself out there and not give up so how has your pitch evolved over time and you know for an entrepreneur who is just starting out what are some of the tips you would share with them on how to talk about their business in a way that will really make them stand out Elevator pitch has always been a challenge for me. It's it's one of the toughest things I think any entrepreneur has to come up with because we know we love what we do. We, we, we just live it. But how do you express it in a way that comes through? And with the extent of the products that we have, our products range from many categories. So it's really hard to narrow it down to, okay, how do I explain what I do when I do so many products? And as our products range has evolved, the pitch also has evolved. So it started out with something simple like convenience products for women. But then it realized, okay, this doesn't really make any sense. What are we, what, what is that? So then it was lifestyle accessories for women on the go, which is still not clear. So over the years, it just evolves. But what I realized is when I talk about the benefit to my customer, instead of the features of the product, I get a good reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I making your life better? How am I making it easier? How am I helping you get organized? And I think that's what people understand better. Or it's like, okay, they can relate to it. So if you know your audience, that's number one. Okay, who am I talking to? Am I talking to an investor? Am I talking to a banker or a friend or just the customs guy as I'm traveling through the airport? What is it that we do? I want to try to make it relatable to them. The key message might change, but it's still about what the product or the company can do for them. And then it's listen to their reaction. So when I was first saying convenience products for women, and I saw that 
confused look. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to refine this. How do I make it so when I see their reaction, they, oh, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. Okay, that totally makes sense, Nicole. I mean, you're talking about what are the benefits of the product and then knowing the audience that you're talking to so that you can make that relatable to them and then watching their and listening to their reactions. So Yes, and then you can tweak it accordingly. Yeah, yeah. And so over the years, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the online marketing landscape shift just so much. It feels like it's changing every day. What is the one thing an entrepreneur needs to consider to rise above the noise and successfully pitch and position themselves? One word is authenticity. Mm. You have to be real. You've created this company or this great product, and you your passion has to show through. You know, as entrepreneurs, we've created this, and there's a reason behind it. We need to explain it and get people excited through our passion. And this is real. This is our story. People want to relate to a story. It's not just, oh, here's my product. It's how did I come to it? What what solution is this? What wax should say? What problem is this solving? How did I come up with this? And more and more today, people just want to connect. So Mm. if they connect through the story, either of your brand or your product, I think you've already uh, got a win. And not every pitch is going to land somewhere. But when you're passionate about it and you explain it in a way that is just authentic, I think people relate and will accept that easier So, Nicole, we today are talking about pitches, so I have to put you on the spot, and we would love to hear your elevator pitch. Of course you had to do that to me. The hardest thing in my business, and you're putting me on the spot with this. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) So, I do have a two-part pitch. So, what I do is I have a blanket pitch. So, it sounds something like this, that at my tagalongs, we create smart and fashionable accessories to help a woman get organized when she's on the go. And then I'll tweak it depending on who I'm with. So I'm talking to you now. I would say, you know what? We set out to replace the Ziplocs every woman uses to get organized. And we make it look pretty without breaking the bank. And you know what I'm talking about? We all use those Ziplocs, right? For our Advil or our receipts, we all have them. So we've just come up with a solution for it. You're truly speaking to the choir here. I'm going to Toronto next week, and I already, in my mind, was ziplocking things away. <laughs> right? You see how relatable that was? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Nicole, so for those of our listeners who want to find you online to continue learning from you and getting inspired, how can they get a hold of you? You can find me on Instagram at mytagalongs or nicole at mytagalongs.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your email. That's very generous of you. And Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today on The Go-To. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks again for having me. Well, that's a wrap. A big thank you to Nicole Otier and Nicole Smith for joining us today. We would also like to thank everyone who has helped make The Go-To a reality. From the incredible team at FWE who works on all of the logistics, to self-hired, our incredible production team, Hummingbird Translations, who are translating our podcast so you can also listen in French, and of course, to the Scotiabank Women Initiative for teaming up with us for the FWE podcast. You can find them at scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe to listen to the rest of season one. You can find all of the resources our guests mention on our website at fwe.ca 
slash the go-to. We know it takes a village to build a business. So share your learnings on Instagram at FWE Canada to help other entrepreneurs become wildly successful. See you next time.